This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. VJ, tell me a little bit about your missed flight. We live? We good? We're live. We're good. Oh, man. Episode right. 101, right where 101. episode 100 left off. <laughs> Total chaos. We're not organized. We threw everything together at the last second, but we are here. Get used to it. Yep. Well, it's a good it's a good segment to start off with because uh, I don't know if any of you guys have uh, flown to Atlanta's airport. One of the busiest, probably the busiest airport in the country. I believe it is the busiest airport in the world. In the world? Because of all the Delta changes that are made through it. It's like, I, I want to say it's either Chicago, O'Hare, or Atlanta. We talked about this in, I think, episode two or three. The biggest one in terms of square footage is Dallas-Fort Worth. But the biggest airport in terms of busyness is, I believe, it's Atlanta. Atlanta? Well... I can go ahead and check that while you tell this story. Yeah, so I, I want to keep it as short as possible because I don't like long-winded stories. But essentially, we missed our flight. Uh, we... Unfortunately, we had to take Frontier, um, probably one of the least favorite airlines that uh, people have flown on. I sense um, a I sense a theme because before the show, yeah. I was just telling you about my friend that uh, that missed her flight, yeah, uh, out of a connection because of Spirit Airlines. So, by the way, we're never getting any airlines aside from maybe Delta to uh, be a sponsor because they're the only ones we ever talk highly of. Yeah, well, I'm gonna press preface this by saying this was I think this was a, a big fluke um, just from flying up flying perspective because my brother was also on the same flight as us he doesn't have TSA pre-check my wife and I have TSA pre-check we went into the TSA pre-check line we were in that line for one hour because they had a shortage of workers at the TSA pre-check line he went in the regular line and got in through uh, like 10, 15 minutes. I don't understand. I never understand how that works. And like it's the same way when I try to go through clear. Yeah. And I get through clear slower than somebody who's in either regular line or the pre-check line. It's weird. Yeah. Because you try to be in the person that gets through the line as fast as possible. But because so many people have like the same credentials as you do, you actually end up waiting longer these days. Yeah. So it was a fluke because they did have a shortage at the, the place we were at for TSA pre-check. Uh, they usually have six or seven, um, I don't know what you call the security checkpoints. I guess we'll call them checkpoints where like people obviously put their luggage into um just the lines i would say yeah yeah and then they have like usually uh five or six guys checking your ids and your uh ticket numbers and all that stuff but this time they only had two people checking the tickets and the uh the ids and people were really pissed in our line and by the time we got towards the front uh it was like uh, our flight was about to board Luckily, it got delayed a little bit, so we were like, oh, maybe we have a chance. But it got stuck at that point. My brother was already at the gate. We were panicking. Everyone in the line was panicking because a lot of them were on our flight. Uh, so we ended up leaving that line. We left TSA PreCheck to go to the regular line, and that one was packed as well. So we did the... By the uh, time you corrected? Yeah, we, we corrected. We actually had to ask everybody in front of us in line, 
Like, can we pass through because our flight's boarding right now? And uh, it, it kept getting worse, this story, by the way. Uh, so we, we're going up in line, like, around everybody uh, and asking each and every person, can we get past them to get to the front? And everyone's like, yes, yes. And then one, uh, one girl, we were just, like, halfway through, and she said no. So we There's had to always wait. one. And I was so mad at that point, and I was like, "We're probably gonna miss our flight, anyways." But anyways, we we ended up going to the side. We talked to one of the TSA, uh, the TSA uh, workers. Uh, they ended up letting us go to the front. We got through. And if you guys don't know Atlanta, uh, they also have a, a train. The, yeah, right. The so, train in the in the airport. Right. To get You've got to get to where your terminal is, and then walk down probably maybe 10, 15 minutes beyond that to yep. even get to where your gate is. So we ran to the train, got on the train. That was another five minutes. Got out, and the worst part of this was our gate was at the end of the uh, furthest, terminal. Furthest from the train. Yeah, yeah. And if it was actually at the front of the terminal, we would have made our flight. You had a fighting chance. Yeah. And my brother was – and the craziest part of the story is we got – we ran all the way to our gate. They closed the doors, so we were screwed. But we could see the plane. It was still in the gate. Like, my brother was probably waving at us, like, at the gate. It got delayed. They actually brought the walkway back into the plane. They had some issue, like, technical issue. And we were like, can we please get on? And there was nobody there to, like, help us There is no gate agent. No gate agent, nothing. So we had to watch for an hour that plane just sitting at our gate while we were watching it. <laughs> That's got to be, like, one of the most helpless feelings. Like, it's right there. Just just let me get on. But I, but I can't blame TSA PreCheck. Thanks a lot, Martin. <laughs> so there's my, there's my story. I was just uh, – it was just a, a very unfortunate uh, spot for us because – Honestly, I think it was just bad luck at that point. Um, so we just ended up taking a flight the next morning, but obviously a lot of time and money wasted. Did you stay overnight in Atlanta? Yeah, we did. Well, you're lucky you've got like a bunch of cousins that live kind of close yeah. to there, so you ended up lucking out. Yeah, I'm Indians, assuming you stay with your cousins. Indians and hotels are a thing, so we got lucky uh, that we had somebody who had a hotel close to the airport. So You heard it from him first. Have you ever missed a flight, Ben? I've never missed a flight ever. Never I mean, missed knock a on flight. Wood. Yep. But, you know, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, you can be as unlucky as possible, and one day that day is going to come. I got really lucky. Uh, the closest that I was was uh, a couple of years ago. I had a flight out to Denver, um, and my dad took a sweet time in taking me to the airport. We got stuck in a traffic jam on 95 during rush hour, but there was also a storm. Oh, God. So they delayed the boarding because there was thunder outside and I was never never happier to see a rainstorm than oh, I was. And thankfully, I mean, I got through clear and, and I was able to make it through, but that was definitely the closest that it's been. Uh, London, I was at the gate with time and time and time and time to spare. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it stays that way, but God, missing a flight, never, uh, never a great thing. No, no, I, uh, I make sure it gets to the airport uh, way early. I'd rather sit at the gate than stress uh, stress having to catch a flight, yeah. miss a flight. So I try to get there. Like but that's the thing. Like we were at the we were at the airport an hour and a half before our flight. Ooh, especially uh, for even Atlanta, an hour and a half. Get a little out. bit close, I would say. But but like we've we've flown out of Atlanta like I don't know how many times. So many like four or five at least. Yeah. And every time we've gone there. Even an hour before, and it was fine. It was this is literally a fluke, I think. In 
I think every travel. now and then it just depends on when you're flying out. Sometimes you're just busier than others, and they'd be more shorthanded on some days than others. So yeah. it all depends. Yeah, but uh, there's my story. I got that off my chest. Um, now we get to the airport eight hours before the flight. So <laughs> from now on, with our uh, our sleeping bags. From now and, on, uh, the the classic six a.m. show up <laughs> for the two p.m. flight. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was interesting. But there, there's my rant. Yeah, well, today. I mean, a lot going on tonight. We got Monday Night Football. Um, a lot of people ranting about uh, missed flights. I really think, and I saw a meme about this. They said there needs to be a line for people who don't normally go through airports and know what they're do- don't know what they're doing and the people that actually regularly <laughs> fly and know what they're doing. I think that would make things so much more efficient. Because there's so be many clear people versus that are regular just like security. Yeah, or TSA pre. I would say if you fly if you fly three times or more per year, you can be in the normal. You can be in like the regular people line, and you can go in the idiot line if you fly less than three times per year, until you learn, and figure out what you're doing, because it's like every time I'll see somebody <laughs> that doesn't know. Do I take my shoes off? Do I not take my shoes off? Just looking around, deer in the headlights, no clue what they're doing, and it's like guys. This is not rocket science, okay? Like, I understand that you need to get a routine and you need to fly a certain amount of times to to know what's happening, but you're holding up people in the back, and it's annoying how much the line gets held up sometimes. It really is. I mean, yeah, I I agree. And wait, did you guys hear about the – what airline is it that's going to – I'm telling you – that the person window? there is not real. real. <laughs> no, no. The um, is it is it United or American that's doing the, uh, the window first seating? Oh, you know I, what I'm talking about. I'm not sure. I know Ben wanted to talk about the diarrhea plane a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about that. But. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, that's past. That I don't even remember <laughs> what I wanted to. Uh, I don't remember what my what I wanted to bring up about that, but I mean. I don't. What if you have a window seat, you get to board first? Yeah. So the, essentially, to make the the boarding process quicker, they'll have people in the windows go first. They should just board it by row, and you start with the back. Well, yeah. yeah. And I've always said that. I think. Who does that? I think JetBlue boards from the back yeah. to front. Yeah. Uh, except for like the people who are on priority, they get like the first couple of rows. But. Yeah. But that. It, I mean, it, it does make sense. I think like United or there was one airline that started like doing an unconventional boarding process, but Southwest is like that. Zones aren't are are fake. Like you could be in Zone One but be in the last row. Yeah, yeah. Well, because zones are non-existent. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, Yeah, zones are non-existent. It's got to be back to front. Back to front's the. the, uh, Well, I also was thinking like there should be two exits from a plane, like the front and the back. It is real nice. Uh, having like well, you have to go on the tar- tarmac, but it is real nice exiting from the back and the front of the plane. Yeah, see, like Makes I feel like, and and honestly, some airlines I think are starting to to do that again, just because, like when I flew back from London, we were on like a fifty row plane. Yeah, and so to wait for the people in the front to go, and then like the middle to go, oh, and no. then everybody in the back, it it really is like. A very arduous process, and I feel bad for the people in back, especially if you're already on a nine-hour flight. Yeah, I couldn't imagine trying to sit there, and then when our flight landed, it took an hour because our gate was taken. So you're sitting there an extra hour, and then you have to wait even longer. It's got to be just absolute torture. Let alone the fact that you got to go through passport control. Speaking of which, we we just came back from New York, and we had the last row. So we like the very last row. Yeah, the very last row. So you're just like 
basically it was the back of your head against the bathroom. Yep. So we were uh, we had to wait basically another half hour to get off the plane. That's always fun. Yeah. Because everybody takes their sweet time too. But uh, but welcome back, yeah. guys. Hey, yeah, we're back. 101. 101. People thought we were just gonna stop after 100. No, we're still going. No, we are in the top 0.5 percent of podcasts in the world. We're on episode one of oh, one. season two, or season. Wow, well, that's a long season. We got seasons. Season, uh, Our first season uh, would be po- post hundred. I guess season two. Are we, we going by years? No, it would be. Uh, we I should guess go by 100. years. So it'd be oh. season four, I guess. And we're uh, still rolling. Still going. Yeah, man. Still going very strong, yeah. and don't worry. By the end of the year, I know this was supposed to happen in February. It's going to happen, I want to say this month. Food Challenge February is now November. <laughs> I will do the Wendy's 4 for 4 by 4 This is not a 2020 election thing, I promise you. I might just do it with you at this point. It's you been should. too long. Actually. Should we do it Friday? We both have off for Veterans Day. All right, you got to give what me better a way, bit of time. What better yeah. way to honor the troops than by throwing up Wendy's after running a mile? Oh, God. I just what, want some Wendy's. What I want to know is why that chair right there, that fourth chair, doesn't have a former All-Pro uh, quarterback <laughs> who led his team to a Super Bowl and well, lost. Well, you know, I have a funny story about that and somebody that might be able to fill that role, and we'll get to that after these messages. The Business on Top podcast. So I've got the three world's busiest airports. I was correct that Atlanta was number one. That is the busiest airport in the entire world. Any guesses to two and three? You okay? I care about you. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, the other two international? Oh, the other two are international airports, correct. London. Uh, no, he, so Heathrow is a good guess. Heathrow is not in the top three. You're not. You're going to have a hard time coming up with number two. Dubai? That's number two. <laughs> First guess. <laughs> Got it. Uh, that needs to be on the intro for 2024. Hey. You're going to have a hard time coming up with number two. Dubai? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know because like, if you go to India, Dubai is like the layover a lot of times. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's an ideal spot to change. It's like pretty much in the center of everything. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a good spot. Uh, so there's a third. Okay. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, th- I mean, this. I'll say this one. Is it... Is also tough. I mean, it's not in the United States. Okay, okay. It's an international airport, but it's not in the United States. There's no east or west of Dubai. Uh, east, east, as far east as you as far east as you can get. Oh, so it's like Russia or like uh. Yeah. No, it can't be Moscow. I mean, it's not a Russian airport, especially not these days. (laughs) Turkey. North Korea. Yeah, Pyongyang, <laughs> Pyongyang International Airport. No, or like a Chinese. It's gotta be Chinese. Maybe you're getting closer. You're getting warmer. I gotta pull up a map. I don't know what's what's the furthest. Isn't China and Russia like the eastern border of? Keep nope. Further east. Nope, keep no, going. East? No, I mean honestly, no, Pyongyang geographically was the closest. Oh man, I don't know. Just say it. It's Tokyo. Oh, it's Tokyo Tokyo Haneda Airport is the third really? busiest airport. Yep. Well, yep. we got the second one. That's By the way, Pan or Pan, a Japan Pod Trip would be a lot of fun. That'll be that'll be actually. I like fun. to do that. The okay. Mar- Super Mario World. 
Well, yeah, so that, uh, I want to go see a baseball game in the Tokyo Dome. I think all three of us would enjoy that. Also, live cart. Live, oh, live, live cart. Live Mario Kart. Would be crazy. Have you seen, Have you heard about that? Live no. Mario Kart would be awesome. No, like, you, you actually, they have this thing where you can, like, uh, have go-karts on the streets of Japan. Like, I've like seen, a whole, like I've a seen whole videos track. and they like, can get in costume yeah. and like do that. Yeah. Yep. My cousin said uh, he's going to do it at some point. So. Could you imagine like doing something like that in the United States? Like you're just at a random, no. st- <laughs> you're at a random stoplight in Detroit and then like somebody pulls up to you cosplaying <laughs> as Princess Peach and throws a banana peel. <laughs> That'll be fun. They do have interactive careful. cart, uh, like real cart um, areas. I don't know if you guys seen it on online on YouTube and stuff. I want to. Cart. I want to. I mean, your birthday's coming up soon. My birthday's coming up soon. Maybe we can rent a go kart space and we'll just start throwing bananas and turtle shells at each other <laughs> and bombs with a wick attached to them. <laughs> I don't know how, that's I don't, how dedicated we are. Don't know how well that would go, but man, it'd be a fun story. <coughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of fun stories, I believe uh, yes, Ben, you have requested our fourth honorary yeah. guest potentially. Yeah, you know it's it's funny. I every now and then when you're in South Florida, you'll just bump elbows with somebody you never expect to see. And uh, I met a, a NFC champion. And a Campbell's chunky Cam- Campbell's soup Campbell's ambassador. chunky soup spokesperson, <laughs> yep. along with his mom. Yep, Donovan McNabb. I met him recently, That's and there was a it was a cool experience. Guy super down to earth. Um, I was with a friend, and uh, my friend's friend was shaking hands with him. He shakes hand with with another taller guy. I see the taller guy come up to me, and I was like, you know, like. There are a lot of people that are taller than me. Yeah. It just could be anybody. And so I look up. I'm shaking hands with a guy. The guy's got big hands. I was like, hey, my name's Donovan. And I said, I look up, and I was like, hey, I, I know you. What's going on, man? <laughs> did not tell him that I did my uh, eighth grade project of people I look up to about him. Why not? It'd be, it would have made it weird, I think. <laughs> uh, Especially the setting, you know. He's but, but in eighth grade, he was like, that was at his prime, he, right? Like he was. That was his prime. Yeah, that was yeah. His he prime. was on the cover of Madden that year. Yeah. I I said I should have brought the cover of Madden for him to sign. Oh yeah. Or That's should, a good talking point. It was unfortunately uh, the GameStop was already closed. Otherwise, it would have gone over there to see if they had an Xbox 360 <laughs> copy of the game. Could you imagine going to GameStop at that point? Yeah. Hey, uh, full sprint over there. Is like uh, <laughs> I'm like meeting up with them. Do you guys have the? Yeah. <laughs> what He's year was that? 2006. Uh, it was 06. Okay. He was not on the NS Espanol version. I think that was a Chargers <laughs> linebacker, I believe. But So what what'd you guys talk about? I mean, uh, you know, one of the funny things we were talking about, and I think everybody here can sympathize with this, how much college towns have changed from, like, when we were actually there. Oh, there's right? Because like, there's so much money being poured into them. Yeah. The, and so like, we have this idea of like what things are and what they used to be from when we were there. Mm-hmm. And then if you go back now, he was talking about how he went up, I think with, I want to say with his kids. I can't remember. But anyway, he went up. He was looking for one of the old spots at Syracuse that was like one of his old hauntings. And I guess 
they ended up turning it into a CVS or something like that. And we were just talking about this earlier before the show started, like turning fun places into not fun places. People need to stop doing that. Speaking of get out of here. But we, we may or may not. No, shower thought we have. We have a shower thought. But get out of here. Not fun places being turned from fun places. And it's like, you know, you look for the places that you and I, VJ, used to frequent at the University of Florida, and e- either they're just completely changed or not the same at all, or they're just completely gone. Yeah. And I don't know, sad. it just makes you sad because the kids that are coming through today, sure, they're going to have a fun college experience, but it's like, it's a little bit like sanitized. It's yeah. It's weird, like... They're getting the experience of having all that stuff, but like with luxury apartments and um, no like vacant lots that you just have to like stumble through at the end of the night. And the ironic thing is, like they made it, they made the areas a lot more posh and like nice and upscale. But in the process, you're like losing the college experience that way. Like there's less college, I guess parties. I guess in a way, like we were packed when we used to go to college. Like. Every night it would be packed on those like uh, busy streets. Uh, midtown, like, midtown, Gainesville, downtown, Gainesville. Gainesville. Yeah, downtown. Like we'd have like our spots. We'd go. There'd be. I'm sure they got a crazy amount of business too. Now, if you go there, like at the same times that we used to go there, like it's dead in like a lot of spots. You know, you still have. You, you're right, and you still have places like you know the swamp and. I mean, our, one of my favorite my favorite place of all time was Gator City. That's gone. Yeah. That's that's standard now. And I think um, it's the same with all the big colleges in Florida. Even like uh, Ben FSU, the same way. Like they probably got rid of a lot of spots. Yeah, it's uh, very on the different. Strip and like all, it like knocked down a bunch of spots and made it upscale. Yeah. Are we gonna acknowledge very that different. Arnold Schwarzenegger was just on air with a deer in his living room, or <laughs> are we just gonna move past that? Like animals. Yeah. So but, uh, did McNeb talk any football? Did you guys talk any? So the annoying thing that I found was there was one guy as we were walking past to go to the table where we were just chit-chatting. Some guy yelled at him Philly special, which made absolutely no sense aside from the fact that he had played for the Eagles. But he was not a part of that Philly special team, nor had he been on the team basically like in the 10 years before that. Which I thought like, I mean, should we do Ben's top four stupidest things to yell at Donovan McNabb? Or is that, <laughs> no. is that too specific? No, no, no. Too no. Specific. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, I, I mean, that would, might, might be in my top four. I'm just saying. I'm looking it up, but is Donovan McNabb a Hall of Fame quarterback? I don't like, think he is. Does he have the stats? I don't think he is. He's, he's what we would call in the Hall of Really Good. No offense, Donovan, but it's hard to be a quarterback and go in without having a championship. I think, I think he's got you 30, would agree, though. Multiple times pro bowler. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that would have been cool. I don't know. I don't know what I would. Uh, Look, I'll tell you what. Philip Rivers doesn't go in. Donovan McNabb doesn't go in. I'm That's why I got didn't to ask say. for a picture. Well, I didn't want to be that guy, you know. Like apparently he was he was here just hanging out and trying to have a good time. And I know that if I were in that person's place, I wouldn't want to be bothered by like you know people just freaking asking for pictures. I would rather just somebody be cool and. You know, you can tell the you can tell the story later. I think I'm the same way too. Like, but I, like I don't we want to be that guy. We do live in like a picture, uh, picture didn't happen kind of culture. But yeah. you know, I don't know. It'll always be good for a story. Super nice, classy guy. Would would love to hang with him again if he ends up back in town. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, uh, even Ben and I have met uh, a couple. Well, one athlete, uh, Paul O'Neill, who's 
also lo- was here locally. Mm-hmm. We never asked for his picture either. Yeah, you get a lot. Of, you get a lot of athletes there. I, I wanted to do really bad because he's obviously one of our. I wouldn't say idol, but you know, part of one of the greatest teams. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get a lot of, and I mean, this may be for a, a different podcast, but uh, you get a lot of tennis players down here too. Yeah, uh, Everett Everett Academies right down the road in Boca. We're in a like a, a packed area of like pro athletes, uh, college pro, whatever it is. Like everyone wants to live in Florida, so we're always yeah, going to see you that. You unfortunately see that by the fact that it's just impossible to buy a house or really do anything these days. <laughs> yeah. Good thing you bring that up. That's what my shower thoughts about. <laughs> all right, not, all right, not, right. Not about great transition. Good transition. Did not rehearse that one. Not Did about, not rehearse not that about one. homes Perfect. in particular, but looking looking for homes in the process. Um, one thing I've noticed, and I don't know when the, it kind of stopped. Wait, but is this you, shower thoughts? Yeah. Uh, shower yeah. Thoughts? yeah. 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 All right. I'll cue it up. I'll this do it. Is, um, <laughs> when did they stop making like bathtubs and bathrooms? Because, like, as opposed to the, like shower, like uh, like just only shower. showers. Yeah, yeah okay. only showers. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like now, you know, you look at a lot, a lot of like the modern homes. It's like just showers in the bathrooms. You know, like not even a bathtub, but like the hotel we stayed in this past week, and even some of the ho- homes we've looked at. Like when you see a bathtub or a bathtub shower, it's almost like well, it's kind of weird. Like it's almost not the norm. Like when growing up, like you had a tub, like a shower tub, right? right. Like a shower in the tub, but you now know, it's like a flat I'm shower. With, I'm with you on that though. Like here, I don't in my guest bathroom. You would expect at least to be in the guest bathroom to have a bathtub. I don't have a tub. Sometimes I just want to lay in the bath for a little while, you know? Yeah. And it's, it w- I can't do it. What? I don't. Uh, what am I gonna go over to? One of your guys' house, but hey, I really need to take a bath. Will you let me take a bath in your we house? Can. No, that's we not have two somehow. I don't All right, BOT is like, about to be bath on top. I, I feel like yeah. bathtubs have become like uh, on the top. I, I feel like they've become thank uh, you, CC. Not not modern. So like, bath. No one wants them. That's what I've isn't noticed. that so, weird? So though? you like you want a tub? Uh, I would like one, not probably in the guest. Yeah, but you, not in the master. You would master. like the option to be yeah. able to take a bath. I think I think partially it's a, it's the cost. Like tubs are more expensive than putting in like a standard Interesting. shower. Interesting. From are a building perspective, though? I mean, the which seems like counterintuitive because you would want to make the would a tub we'll be? The, we'll call it the primary bedroom these yeah, days. Yeah. The primary bedroom. Uh, you would want that one to be the nicest, and so if that's like the most. Yeah. If that's like the least cost efficient, you would think that the nicest one. The most expensive one would go in the primary bedroom, but apparently it's, I guess it's more expensive. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I'll have to ask some people, but, um, cause like tubs are heavy cause it, most of them are porcelain, I think. Uh, and they have to like drag it into the, to the house. Sorry, we're, we're getting distracted. The, the Jets and <laughs> the, the Jets Chargers. are on Monday Night Football. They're struggling as usual. Yep. This is a terrible game right now. So, is it me or is, has this entire NFL slate this week just been awful? The, uh, was there one good game all week? Texans. Yeah. CJ Stroud. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. CJ Stroud is real. Aside from You're that, though. That, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> I don't think Chiefs and Dolphins was very good despite the fact that it was close. Uh, what, another game. Giants uh, were a blowout. Eagle, Eagles Cowboys oh, game Eagles, Cowboys came down to the wire. One. You know what? That one was that one was solid. 
That one was solid, but the Eagles weren't never really threatened Vikings, until like the last oh, 30 the seconds Vi- of the game. Minnesota Atlanta. I would like to talk about that one. <laughs> Honestly. It's like the craziest weekend all year. It's like, were there any good games? I was not too thrilled no, with like any of these scores. It's not about the scores, but I think the, the Vikings games for sure was mostly about Josh Dobbs and how he came in like midweek. Uh, he had, and he, he got put into in practice anybody. Yeah, and he was. Uh, I saw some videos of him on the sidelines before the game, like doing this cadence with the uh, O line. It was literally like, I want to say like less than an hour before game time, and he ended up winning the game. Uh, like, uh, yeah, that's you can't emphasize how crazy that is. That's a pro sport, and coming into a new system like a, less than a week before the game, and basically. Winning a game, I feel like that's a that should be a, an impressive. award. Like yeah, he, and Ben's been around like I get an SP sports. for like, you something know how like much that. Work goes into like practice. Yeah, I mean he didn't know the playbook. He said um like during the mic, like when they were calling the plays or in between drives, he was like getting a crash course. Like all right, you know they dummy down the playbook and they were telling him the plays like on the fly. Like all right, this guy's doing this, this guy's doing this. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. He's also a rocket scientist, so allegedly. Supposedly. Well, yeah, worked, I don't know. He worked for NASA. Did he work for it or did he like get it like in? But then he worked for NASA in, as a he, rocket scientist. You be employed by NASA and you know, be an accountant. I mean, unless they're lying, I don't know. Was he NASA's starting quarterback <laughs> on that flag football team? <laughs> Buzz Aldrin, wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still impressive, no matter like if he's yeah, like, yeah. rocket science or whatever. Neil Armstrong, <laughs> running back. Yeah. <laughs> Sally Ride, tight end. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, though, yeah, well, you're right. That was a pretty boring slate. Um, I just uh, wasn't all. Oh, well, Bills, Bills, Bengals is okay. Uh, that was a decent yeah. game, I guess. What are the Giants going to do without a quarterback? Same thing oh. that they did with a quarterback. <laughs> Struggle and, and score Jersey six kid. points a game. Yeah. The yeah. They've got, they've got the most New Jersey quarterback we've ever seen, Tommy DeVito. Look this up. Have you seen the chain? Uh, no. But so I know he's, he's from Q's. Yeah, like, of course. Like, you know, really, really aggressively Italian Jersey yeah, yeah, yeah. kid. I've seen like, pictures. Black hair slicked back. Gold chain with uh, wife beat. Uh, well, I guess you can't call it that anymore. But a, sle- a sleeveless white T-shirt um, with a gold chain that says TD on it, which is not only Tommy DeVito but touchdown. Nice. But my goodness, get the gobble for this guy. Yeah. He well, he threw his first NFL touchdown, which hey, good for good for TD. That was the only point. <laughs> that was the end. And, and then they either missed the extra point or missed the two-point conversion because the final score of that game was 30-6. to six. Syracuse has had a long list of uh, Donovan, NFL McNabb. Quarterback. Donovan, Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb. We tied a full circle. Greg Paulus. Greg Paulus went to Syracuse? For one year. He played Damn. four years at Duke, and then his fifth year he transferred to Syracuse to be their quarterback. Wow. Fun fact. And uh, Tommy DeVito. Yeah. So Danny DeVito's uh, long lost <laughs> son. I don't know. <laughs> so I mean, if we're if we're talking about it, yeah, um, right. man, like who's your big surprise in the NFL? Before we go, who's your big surprise in the NFL? Who's your biggest disappointment? Because I mean, for me, I think the biggest disappointment has to be the Giants. People went in and thought, you know, maybe they were going to regress to the mean, but they didn't. No one thought they were going to be this. Like this is a historically bad offense. I'm not sure I've ever seen the Giants be this bad. 
and and you know while you guys are thinking about it, I can talk about you know my positive surprise of the year. Well, my Biggest surprise sur- is oh, yeah, go ahead. Yo, go, no, no, go. No, the surprise would probably be CJ uh, Stroud for sure on the Texans. You know what? Yeah, they're low key yeah. like a good team. They're pretty solid. Like I, people would probably like think about it. Oh, the Texans, uh, they probably suck. But no, they're like solid all around. Good yeah. coach now. Yeah, they got know? good pieces. They drafted well, but that's that shows you the difference if you draft your quarterback, like your quarterback of the future. I mean, it changes your whole team. I mean, look at the Panthers with Bryce Young. Oh God! Oh, they whiffed. Oh. Yeah, it's a tough. I mean, yeah, that's tough to have like the first overall pick and just know you you I botched mean, it with in year one. But he's he's small too. He's, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he'll be fine, but sucks. It, it just shows the difference of like you draft that guy and how 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 much he could do, you know, just for one year. Biggest surprise. Uh, team wise, biggest surprise and biggest disappointment. Ooh, um, uh, trying to think. Biggest disappointment. I'm trying to think of like uh, a couple of the one loss, like under. I mean, there's teams. there's just yeah. I, I mean, the I, technically, gotta be up there. The Chargers oh, yeah, for sure. The Chargers got to be up there. I'll take the Jets. Honestly, cursed. I think the Chargers are cursed. Like, wait, what the, the fuck? Did they? <laughs> He didn't. He didn't score. They're not going for two. That was first down and goal, and out of the end zone. Yeah, I like Eckler. But Man, yeah, like, like I mean, it's it's sad to say. I think the Chargers are disappointing. They have a historically bad defense, and I think they're undermined by their coach. Which, I mean, at some point, he's probably going to have to go. Uh, the Bengals, as always, starting to turn say, turn I mean, it around. You know the Rams. The Rams are a huge disappointment too. Yeah. Honestly, I've seen more disappointments this year than I've seen like good teams, because even even the Chiefs haven't been as good as people thought that they were gonna be. I mean, they I didn't really lose that week, many people. I, I think, I think defending Super Bowl champions. Different. They got a decent defense now, which is kind of scary, because like down the road, if they're healthy, it's gonna be a problem. Wide open in the NFL this year. That's, that's for damn the best part about the that's NFL. That's for damn this year. sure. It's like you don't know who's going to be at the top at, in January, uh, come Super Bowl time. So I, I feel like this is as wide open as I've seen it. Yeah. I mean, JTS. I mean, it's what halfway through the year. Is yeah, it, like week I mean, it's nine. It's the Chiefs. Eight or nine. It's the Chiefs. It's the Eagles. It's I don't even know that you can put the Dolphins in the conversation because they haven't beat a five hundred team. Well, the AFC, it's the Chiefs, Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Miami. I think. Oh, but really? Baltimore, Buffalo, Jacksonville? Are we taking Baltimore could be. Jacksonville, I kind of passed. But Baltimore is pretty good. Dude, they're, they're strong. Their defense is good. They've had a couple of convincing wins, but I don't know what the best win they've had all year is. Like, they've won they've won with big margins, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. I would love to see that for Lamar Jackson, especially after he ended up getting the new contract. So It's scary because he, he, like, he was at 75%. <laughs> like strength at that point in these games, like he's barely playing. At yeah, that point. he's they're running how, for like three hundred yards a game. How many touchdowns are going to take away from Eckler? Okay, okay, okay I mean, finally, they take that one Is away. There a flag? He three times. <laughs> 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 I mean, what is this guy? Flag, just like, thank like, you, flag Eckler. <laughs> his uh, <laughs> by the end of this drive, his his like quads probably look like uh, like Osabuco that just got like peeled <laughs> off the bone. <laughs> Good for him, big Taco Bell fan, by the way. Yes, yeah, we brought that up. Uh, we have. We need to get him on, Frankie. Get him on. Yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah. Well, I guess next week we'll revise. Maybe there'll be some good games. 
Uh, co- I mean, college is coming down to the wire. There's some good games this week for college. Um, yeah, who's pl- who's playing this week? That's. Like, I mean, it's FSU Miami week. It's. Oh, I can't wait. I it's, can't. Uh, oh, you guys better destroy them. Like. I I hope it's. Uh, I think Georgia plays. So I think Georgia plays Ole Miss. Two versus ten. Kiffin versus. Uh, yeah, Kirby. Uh, Kirby. Can I leave you guys with a fun fact before we go get our Taco Bell? Speaking of Austin Eckler. Yes. Fun fact: the Giants two weeks ago went to Buffalo and uh, lost on the road. It was the Giants' first loss in the state of New York in 30 years. No way. Because the Giants don't play in New York. Oh yeah, true. They haven't played Buffalo just, in 30 years. Right? That's a, they haven't that's lost a to question. Buffalo in 30 years. That's a trick. That's a trick. It is. That. It's mind blowing. It is mind blowing. Well, I'll leave you with Rutherford. that. Yeah, East, yeah Rutherford, East Rutherford, New Jersey is not East Rutherford, New York. But I'll leave you with that. Uh, deep thoughts with the deep. And that is episode 101 of Business on Top. That was fun. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Yee-hee!